Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beard Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's removable storage and clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of steel blue boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Hello and welcome to 2022 and Gone Off on a Tangent. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome to your new favourite podcast. If you're a long time listener, welcome back. Thank you for all your support in 2021. It was massive for us. Happy My new name year. is Adam Stocks. Happy New Year. He, his name is Dan Taylor, which you heard there. Good evening. His name is Carl Stubbs. Hello there. Not wishing them a Happy New Year? I'm a fuck. <laughs> are we a bit late now? Are we, are we, what are we on? What are we on? It's like fifth, third. Fifth, is it only third? All the right. third of Jan, which is also known as Jermaine Beckford Day. In the Stocks house, and Stock Senior's house. <laughs> Three minutes into this podcast of 2022, already and already mentioned Leeds. <laughs> Talk about our super win yesterday if you want, but we'll go on to that later. No, I'm Not joking. Not a phone in sight. I do wish everybody Happy New Year. I was. Good, good. Yeah, hope you all have a prosperous New Year. Yeah, just about recovered from the cheese and wine coma. Yes, have we all had a good Christmas? No. Uh, <laughs> old squid games <laughs> over there. <laughs> I've had a wonderful you, Christmas. I dodged COVID so far, so good. Carl, you Carl did didn't. Not. I didn't. No, the day after my tweet, Squid Games got me. Come to I'm get gutted me. for you. Yeah. Mm. So I you, wasn't actually. I quite liked it. So Bev dropped a meal off and Binky. So you had some oh, company. so it's a company. Yeah. She shit up your drain pipe. <laughs> I did see a tweet from some uh, mad bastard uh, who was on about the worst thing about having COVID is having to sleep with a mask on so to not infect her cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I assume you slept uh, with a mask on so no. not to infect your dog. <laughs> The world's it, gone it, fucking insane. Someone let her out literally. that straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> the world's gone insane. <laughs> the world's Jesus. gone mad. Honestly. No, it was nice. I quite enjoyed it. Mum brought some night and bought Yeah, like well a, done, Bev. That kid drowned, chucked the dog in the door, and that was the dog, Binky. And uh, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I had, a, had a nice one. Still had my taste up until Christmas Day evening. When I was halfway through the blue cheese and port and realised that I... Bleach and tonic. Yeah, could have, <laughs> could have been. No idea. Um, yeah, I only lost my taste for a couple of days. So, But I still got the Christmas dinner in with taste. So I still got like the goodness of that. But It was yeah. genuinely a nightmare. Dodging bullets. I got home from work on Christmas Eve. And I said to the other half, I said, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel great. I know it's like I finished work and that. So I I'll just, I'll just test myself. But I tested, I did the lateral flow and ran up into the office to do my expenses and some other bits. And she was texting me saying, for fuck's sake, is it, what has it come up as? So, so I came back through with it and I had a right dour face, really sad face. And she's pottering around because we had everyone come around for Christmas Eve food. So I came through with a really sad face. I said, I've ruined Christmas. She went, Oh no. I went, yeah, I'm going to be involved the whole way through. <laughs> that went down well. As you can so probably where, imagine. Where were you Christmas Day? In Christmas Day, my parents in the day. Yeah. Uh, my auntie and uncle came down from Yorkshire. Uh, we had a massive meal, kids' table, the works. Uh, and then evening, which was port, cheese, pate, the yeah. 
14 more turkey sandwiches. Because there's that thing going around with the light red pencil on the lateral flows. If Didn't need that. I get on with my in-laws. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, we did quiz games and all that sort of nonsense. Oh, they did have a cold shower on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, that wasn't great. Mm. Uh, went to get in the shower and it was, it, after all doing the presents and... All that nonsense. I thought, you, I thought you'd like this was a new ritual. No, you're... I didn't need to chill out or anything. Didn't like not wasn't no, it's handsy like, with a wife. For your breathing and that, isn't it? Like you have a cold shower every morning. I thought you'd gone all like therapeutic. No, uh, no, that hasn't. That hasn't. No, like a so, new breathing. I'm therapy. back on the diet. So your cock no. was even smaller than normal. Yeah, couldn't couldn't see the fucker. But um, inverted. So right, I'll just, I'll just go up in the shower and then we'll get over to my mum's. Up my mum's for eleven. Do some presents, all that sort of stuff. Right, I'll jump in the shower. Fucking freezing. I was like. I'm shit with that sort of stuff. So, so I look at the boiler. Yep, that's a boiler. Look at the tanks. Yep, they're not going on there. This is this is this is just and it happened a few months ago as well. Has like, oh, you lost pressure? I don't know. No idea. So I said this is a fucking nightmare. So I literally had a cold shower and it was horrendous. And then got changed by the my brother-in-law is quite good at this sort of crap. He said, Oh well, I'll come around and have a look at it for you. So we repressurized some shit, texted a mate who's a who's not a plumber, but he knows his stuff. He's like, You've done this, done this, blah blah blah. Works now. The, but we got the pressure, a leak. The pressure had just fell out. You'd no probably, idea. You probably just need to bleed your radiators. I mean, not doing that. Um, the fact that you're getting told what to do by me is laughable. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> so it, it was working in the evening. So no, it might have been the hive system, might have been this. Anyway, boring. But uh, that was a nightmare. And then uh, we got a leak on the on the tank. So I had a bucket underneath it, took everything out. So I had to keep coming back every couple of hours to see if it stopped. So yeah, what a Christmas day. Yeah, then I met you on Boxing Day. Yeah, we had a beer, didn't we? We did. Christmas Day, uh, Boxing Day. That was entertaining paying for it, wasn't it? Yeah, so obviously Carl wasn't there because he wasn't football anymore. We were at the bar. And oh, we were... That's why I wasn't out on Boxing Day, is it? Or the fact that I had COVID. Nothing, you'd have been there anyway, would you? No. No. So, <laughs> you'd have been at Kempton. You'd have been at Kempton, yeah. yeah. Correct. Which I'm gutted for you, but you, you yeah. missed that. But can't win them all. Don't lick strangers like you have a tendency to do. The good yeah. uh, just to, just before you get to that, because um, we're on beer. What, licking strangers. <laughs> no, like, I've licked some strangers this Christmas, the, boys. No, I haven't. Surprisingly, <laughs> but the best thing about having COVID and no taste, I expect you'll know. Both of you can probably relate to this. In our job, we get given a lot of shit, shit beer. beer. Yeah. I have drank it all. <laughs> it's like ten years worth. Genuinely, the only, literally, I've got the best cupboard in the world now. It's literally just like brilliant beer because all the shit stuff I've drank because I couldn't. Taste it. So all the shit beer, all the shit spirits, literally everything wank that I had in the house that I wasn't ever going to drink it's has gone. been has been drank. It's not even our industry either. You get like rogue auntie and uncles that, that buy you a box of it. You're in the beer industry. You'll like this. Oh, you'll love that. You're like great. some ruby ale from yeah. Shitville. Thanks, <laughs> Marks and Spencer's pack of six specialty beers. Like yeah, yeah, cheers. it's just like. Yeah, brown, thanks. gravy, shite, flavourless. It's like makes John Smith's look appealing, some of it, doesn't it? So, yeah, that yeah. all got drank. So Happy days. That's, that's yeah. a good new story. So, some productive thing, something productive came from COVID. So I met him outside Citibank. My kids are having the pitch taken with Poacher and uh, their uncle Ian, who, who sorted us the tickets and all that jazz. That was nice. I did see that. On they, weren't, they weren't the same... Person, he didn't just jump out of the poke suit. suit, yeah. Uh, and then uh, met him, so I'll ask off a beer. Uh, met Matt Wilson as well, oh, of yeah. this of this parish, yeah. Met him, he's for now a, got for a COVID beer. as well, mm. has he? Yeah, oh bloody hell. So, uh, not yeah, through me. So, we went into the bar, so let's have a Guinness. I don't, I don't want a pint of Bud Light, strangely. Let's have a pint of Guinness. So, we went to the bar, and I said to him, I said, uh, Who's getting these? I said, Should we rock, paper, scissors it? And it's we, quite we, busy. The bar's quite busy. We only it? had time for one, didn't we? Yeah, we had time for one, one sneaky one, a sort of 20 to three. So uh, we're at the bar, 
and uh, it's pretty busy there, quite a long queue. And we're doing rock, paper, scissors, and we could not stop drawing. <laughs> Like, five in a row no one no I'll just pay Dan I'll just pay just, I've watched it job done I was like that's fucking pathetic and the woman behind the bar was like what are you doing it's like oh a rock paper scissors so you'd have to pay and she lost her patience but uh, and it was an average pint of Guinness as well when it was a it surger was. it was warm but still I so know, I paid Guinness surges are alright it was more better than Bud Light more because it come off the like off the back the radiator rather than, rather than Right. Rather than the fridge, it was a warm bite of Guinness. Uh, electro, the, the electrodes going through it. No, <laughs> just stick it on the radiator and beer it. Right. Well, great, I must admit. And they were outside, happy days. Yeah. And then when did in you watch, watch, watch the more game? Than Ten minutes. I watched the full game. Did you? Yeah. The oh. whole I'm still, kit and caboodle. I'm still questioning how the fuck we managed to lose. I've that, genuinely. Well, I've obviously watched Leeds all year. You're like a League One version of us, effectively. Mm. The, the football's very, very good. You shift the ball very well. You play out from the back. You, you're clearly full Go of ingenuity. With it most of the but it's just that lack. Of, I mean, you went two and then up. So it's a lack of what? Game management. It's a lack of obviously taking your chances because you could have gone three or four, to be fair. You could have yeah. gone three and four. four and up, yeah. Three and four, and then it'd been out of sight. And then they, you just let them back in. Just mistakes at the back. I mean, when, when the chips are down, those that deflected goal for their winner was just like oh, it's just, just brutal isn't it it's just absolutely brutal in the relegation zone now as well dropped in due to yeah. the results haven't you I see yeah. Donny yesterday yeah that's what I mean that's what fucked us up wasn't it 3-0 three three nil nil up Donny were Donny were against Morecambe lost four, four, three, four. Three. <laughs> 29 minutes 3-0 up I was like beautiful that's great result for us literally hadn't looked at it I was literally laid in bed like watching the finishing watching Thought the that's over. off I was that's like, done what <laughs> We're Kills, the bottom it? three. All four, goals, like, all four Morecambe goals in the second half as well. So oh. Three, three Donny goals first half. My Twitter time. Half. I went on the um, our page on the the podcast page because it's obviously full of Lincoln fans. Cause clearly, a lot of them followers, and it was just like, "Yep, turning Twitter off now because <laughs> we haven't played and we've managed to drop yeah, in the bottom." Yeah, people saying, "Oh, I, like you got to says a lot for the situation we're in when you're going on a social media break because of." a day that we haven't played, but all of a sudden our fans are going to melt down. Not even fucking halfway through the season, people are just losing their fucking minds. There is a lot of football to be played. <sighs> Massive amount. At not, all, at all I'm levels. not concerned at all, to be fair. <clears throat> I think the way you play football, having watched it, I've actually watched it this time. Yeah. It's, it's genuinely... In it, the hundred you, minutes you've watched yeah. the two games. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can see the patterns of play, you can see the, the plan. Obviously you've signed a striker, haven't you? Yeah, sound striker. Yeah, um, happy to admit I got done by the uh, Tyler Walker tweet. Yeah, <laughs> text in, text my mate at the football say. club. That's a good sign. And he went, I "Think you've been done, mate?" I went, yeah. "Oh shit!" Went on because loads of people loads that of people. I trust had retweeted it, the, and the, I didn't just scan same through it last January. As did well, it, yeah. bastards? But it didn't. It didn't quite go as. Bad so it made as me as question that. the Whitaker one. Oh, right. So I went to go and check the Whitaker one. And that was legitimate. Worst kept secret. Yeah, yeah. that was correct. I know that was coming. But they, they were quite early on, they Jan first with the, with the egg timer. Yeah, I think there's that's a, a good sign. That. There's a few more to. And that should have got done well. in the summer and, yeah. it, and it didn't. So that would be good in it. But see what happens. But up and down the leagues, there's so much football left to be played. It, it's 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 a long old season, isn't it? And you've just got to stick it out. But yeah. I, th- I think you're, you'd rather watch your new boys and playing, playing the right way and just hope that's what does it for you in the end. And some of the football you do see, oh, but well, some of the football we have seen, well, exactly, well, exactly. People are forgetting, losing sight of that, aren't they? And they lose it all over the place. It's because most of them wasn't watching. Very true. It's incredible yeah, how true. long people have watched football for, or like watched the same team as you, and 
still know very little about. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's fucking. So I was sat uh, top of the where was it still called the co-op? Yeah, sat the back of there, uh, and some some diehards around me, all that sort of stuff, and few corporate people and stuff. You could tell people that they go every week, and the amount of times I heard somebody yell, "Just fucking get rid of it!" I thought you don't get it, mate. What are you doing here? When are you ever going to get what, it? If, uh, never, mm. I think. If you've not, if you've watched Apple Talk all last year, which got you into the playoffs, and you're watching this year, and you still don't grasp that they're going to play out from the yes, there is time to get rid, obviously, but to play out from the back. If you can't see that now, I can't help you. No, there's nothing we can do for you there because no. because it's lost on you, and it happens. It happens at least we've done this for four years now under Bielsa, and I'll still hear people just get fucking rid of it. It's like, what are you on about? And they're not going to do it. No. Just, just, just your fucking football naivety. But anyway, it's boring. Yeah. So we all had a good Christmas. Yeah. Happy New Year to the listeners. Yep. Thank you for returning, if you are returning, to the pod. We've got some good numbers over Christmas, so thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. So let us get on with the show. Agreed? Mm. Right. So let's talk about some whinging wankers <laughs> at the top end of English football, shall we? Mm. And then we will talk about the opposite end, which is our friend of the podcast, Sean Dyche. So... Uh, I've been in, like you boys, a number of WhatsApp groups, a number of sort of Twitter groups and stuff uh, with Liverpool fans and they, uh, and Chelsea fans to be fair, they cannot see what the fuss is about with Klopp and Tuchel just constantly moaning and they can't see how it looks to the wider football world. I mean, it's literally been the same. Like fi- fixture congestion around like the festive period has has always been busy and I actually think at the mid, like, recently it's not been as busy as it has been in previous years anyway the covid thing obviously threw it up in the air and i get that but i just feel like they both just moan whatever you whatever you do simon jordan says on top sport yeah. if you give them what they want then they ask for something oh, else yeah. they just keep asking so give you're not going to harpoon our yeah. christmas schedule just because you're Which from always country. Been the same. yeah it's always been like and, that and this is like christmas day for christ's sake, yeah, fuck's sake mate. if you don't like it and it wasn't just them two it was ranick as well yeah Go and go and somewhere else because yeah, we like who's this. been here for five minutes. Yeah. so we can fuck. We are, we are playing Boxing Day and we are playing 28th. the other day yeah. because we're off work in theory, and we're playing New Year's Day Get because we're it. off work. It's always been it's so, an entertainment business. Yeah. We're off work. It's always been so, like three games in seven days. It's always been how it's and and it's no different to actually playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday anyway. Just ridiculous. So let's put some facts on this. So. Uh, this is Thomas Tuchel uh, about the title race. Obviously, they drew yesterday, so that hasn't really changed much. Uh, how should we be in it? That was in relation to the question about you in the title race. We have seven COVID cases. We have five or six players out for six or more weeks. How should we compete in a title race? Just to give you the bench for that game. Uh, Marcus Alonso, Hakim Ziyech, uh, Kai Havertz, Sal Niguez, I've never heard of, uh, Malang Sarr, Ross Barkley, Trevor Shalabar, Angole Kante, and uh, Kepa Arizabalaga. It's not bad, is it? And someone calculated their recent benches and it gets to about 200 million. So I'm not quite sure. And the team, just to to back that up, this was against Brighton, so when he was asked the question, their team for that game, so that was the bench, was Mendy, uh, Azpilicueta, Christiansen, Rudiger, that was the back three, Pulisic, Kovacic, Jorginho, James, who's now obviously injured, Hudson, Adoy, Mount and Lukaku. Mm. There's some strength there, Carl, isn't there? Yeah, I don't want it. This genuinely, not many things annoy me, but this genuinely does great on my team. I was delighted <laughs> yesterday when Klopp weren't there. Genuinely, <laughs> just not, fucking delighted. I saw a brilliant I felt, tweet. Uh, yeah, felt sorry for COVID having to isolate with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I read that as I walked up to the ground. Genuinely, the best thing out yesterday, and don't get me wrong, what a game of football. Like, like first half was one of the best. That Kovacic goal was fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable hit. And then after the game, I sat there and I thought, great volley. Thank fuck for that. I don't have to listen to that moaning German prick. About moaning about shit that's complete. He's had like a moan a day. It's like they've been the 12 months oh, Christmas. Mate, He's had a moan a day about something. Just change your tune, mate. Honestly. Yeah. It's, you're, you're, just fucking get on with it. Like, it's never been any different. So I don't understand. And, and actually now they've got more, they've got more things to make it more manageable than they ever have had in the past. I just find it. I don't fucking, understand what he's moaning about. They get paid like, fucking ridiculous money. Just, Fucking get on with it. Well, it was summed up nice on Twitter. Um, and if you have to play your under under nineteen, you play your under like you've had fifteen year olds on the. He was quite happy to do it in the FA Cup for all the last year, wasn't exactly. he? Exactly. And that game, when every it, time the Carabao Cup games on the early rounds, they 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 say they haven't got the players to play these games. Yeah. And bang, there it is. So you're talking shite. Yeah. They are part of your first team squad because they're there. And to be honest, I was actually really impressed with the keeper for Liverpool yesterday. Kelleher or whatever. Yeah. I thought he was absolutely banging. But this this sums it up for me. So Pep, we need five subs. 80 minutes, still hasn't made one. That was in the game the other day. Tuchel, uh, one more case in the midfield and we are screwed. Kante, Barkley, Havertz, Saul on the bench. Klopp, Xmas schedule needs changing. Beaten by a team who played 40 hours before when they had no, and Liverpool had no fixture. Yeah. I mean, come on. And, and they reckon... Shut the on the arse. They genuinely think as well. I mean, and it, it might be coincidental or not, but they reckon that the gaps where they haven't played but teams have carried on playing, it's benefited the teams that have carried on playing... Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. And, and whether that is, I mean, I suppose it has, and there is an argument to be had about that, but at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat. Literally every club is in the same boat. But Klopp moaned, if you want to call it a moan, he moaned that Leicester had played that game. You couldn't write. I've watched the thing. Do you know, do you know what wow. really, really, wow. really, really boils my piss about the whole thing? Is that he's paid to manage. Yeah. Right, so your, your, your job now. is to manage your players so that you've got people <laughs> fit. Like, if somebody phones in sick for work for me tomorrow because they've got COVID, yeah. I'm not going to, oh, we've got too much beer to deliver. I don't know how I'm going to do it. We're not going to send the calling out tomorrow because I don't have enough staff. No, I'm not. I'm going to fucking find a way to fucking do it. <laughs> there you are exactly uh, because that's what I'm paid to do Daniel See, Farker has now <laughs> resided in the you studio you <laughs> because that's my job right so your job is to make sure that you can play you've got like Klopp's moaning that he hasn't got enough players he's got Robertson who's supposed to be one of the best left backs ever this Kimikas or whatever he is yeah. who's come on I think it's been absolutely outstanding. So what's his fucking problem? But it also goes like to... Like, just as one example of his supposedly tired players that he insists on playing Robertson every single minute of every single game when he's got a player of that ability he's that he's not willing that, to play. Yeah. So what, who's fault's Mil- that? And he's got Milner. Who can, can play at left back? Like, this is your job, mate. Like, you're, this is why you're the one of the best paid oh, managers. Oh, some coaching. Yeah. Sorry. What, you actually wanted to do my job? <laughs> Earn also, my money. But also, it's quite a big this for me, because Leeds and Bielsa, he, he does... It, he's, I'm going to talk for the club I support. We integrate the 23s, the 18s, and the first team. It's one big squad. That's how we do it at Leeds, and that eats the road. The likes of Newcastle, who have managed to get two games caught off, they don't integrate. So it is like 23 is over there. And if you're good enough, make it while you come through. So when it comes to these COVID um, COVID uh, pauses, you can't say that for Lee. I know we've had two games off, but it was literally we had, no, we had four players. And it was literally, well, 
like we played Arsenal, we had a 15-year-old on the bench and it was ran full of 18-year-olds because they are part of our squad. So Bielsa wouldn't look you in the eye and say, I can't, I can't not, I can't have this, I can't play this game because they're not, they are integrated. The likes of Newcastle, they don't integrate. So Liverpool, I don't know if they integrate their 23s properly into their first team. So when he, when he goes right and goes, shit, I'm going to play the weekend, does he even know him? I, I, I don't know. You tell me, but you're not going to, coach, you're not going to spend the whole week coaching them. Well, it's that, that, like I say, he's there to manage. He's there to manage, it's, yeah. It's, manage it's, managing, situation. it's managing situation, workload, personnel. Fucking get on with it. Did you, you hear the tweet about... literally got this job on the basis that you're very good at it. So fucking quit your moaning. And it, actually, if he channeled his, the energy that he puts towards moaning like foot, he might still be in the title race. The Liverpool fans are just special. Yeah. He, uh, so we obviously called the game off on Boxing Day. We had... Uh, Six COVID cases. We only had nine first team fit players anyway, so you, you wipe them out. We had, we had nothing. We, we were absolutely desolate. So we, we called the game off. Klopp had been moaning for that game to be off. So he'd been moaning for for all week for that one of those games to be off. So Leeds called off. You go on Twitter. Liverpool announced that the game's off, and underneath it, Art oh, Leeds bottled it. Can't we don't want to play the game? Fucking hell, lads! Your manager's been saying for three weeks now, for a month, that he doesn't want the game on. <laughs> the game's off, and you still have to go at Leeds. Still having a man. fucking hell. Go back under your rocks, boys. So the thing that like really makes me laugh about the whole thing, like Sir Alex, there was a tweet about Tuchel like moaning that he had no midfielders, bloody, bloody blah. If I get any more COVID cases, I've literally got no midfielders, bloody, bloody blah. There's a tweet underneath it about Man United when they played Arsenal and they beat them 2 0 with a midfield four of Fabio, John O'Shea, Darren Gibson, and Raphael was his four midfielders. <laughs> Just getting on with it. Just yeah. Did you hear him moaning about the fact that he had like no squad and half of his team was injured? Bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. No, it just just got on with it. And that's the debt for me. That's a manager because mm. he's managed to coach his team with a midfield of a fullback, no two fullbacks, a centre half, a centre half, and, <laughs> and a midfielder who's fuck it. I don't know what. Well, Darren his... Gibson, did he play for anybody? <laughs> Apart from about three games for United, maybe like West Brom last year, didn't he? and Sunderland, didn't he? He was on Sunderland till I die. Yeah, uh, of course yeah, he was. Which, yeah, but this is what I mean. So he got that midfield crash. to be Everton, a full strength. Well, that like, near enough full strength Arsenal midfield yeah. that had Arshavin, Wilshire, Danielson, Diaby, Nazari in it. Mm. That's managing a team. That's what you're paid to do. Good coaches should be good coaches. Correct. Not I just, I'm not having it. They, they build this up every year. It's like, you'll get your wish next year anyway because of this stupid World Cup in Qatar. So there will be no Christmas schedule next year. But then you'll be moaning when they come back. <laughs> or come back injured. Or, or come back fucked. injured or they'll come back after a week and then they'll they'll have to play on Boxing Day and you'll be moaning. But you just, you just Simon Jordan's bang on the head. If you just keep giving, giving in to them, they just keep taking and taking and taking. So the hero of the piece this week is uh, one certain Sir Sean Dyche. I keep hearing this term player welfare. Um, I've got to be honest, my players here, I think the welfare is, is absolutely fantastic. I think the way they're looked after. You've got to remember nowadays players, uh, although there's a lot of demands in football, particularly for the superpower teams, I must make that clear, you know, they're, they're often so successful. They're in all cups and they're in Europe and, and pushing for the league. Um, but for ourselves on a player welfare idea, then the players here, we've got strength and conditioning, we've got psychology support, we've got obviously health and well-being, we've got, you know, dietitians. A lot of players now have home chefs, for example. Um, you know, but I keep hearing this tag player welfare. I think players, I can only speak for ours, 
are really well looked after. I think the health and well-being is top of the list, and I think we do that well here. You add in then the challenge of COVID, but we've given them all the information. We're trying to stand by the rules we best we can. I personally am still struggling to wear a, a mask inside the building when I've been tested for times, sure? including the morning. I'm not allowed in the building. Are we all sure to wear a mask? Yeah. I'm clear, but apparently still have to wear a mask. I am struggling with that one, I've got to be honest, um, because I can walk down the street and just not wear a mask. So that's still a bit of a challenge for me personally, just on a common sense level. Don't mind sharing that. Um, generally speaking, the players have got information... So let's just split that in two. So, firstly, what beer do you reckon he drinks? <laughs> so we'll send him into his house. Tetley's. Tetley's. Yeah. Tetley's. Fucking great shack. Party <laughs> Bonnington's. No, he's, um, the, he was on another podcast talking about this. I do know the answer. He's a big German beer fan. Like, oh, see, I could tell. Like, happy days. That's pleased me even more. Yeah. So that, that little first bit there was a direct uh, <clears throat> response, I believe, to Klopp calling out Burnley, as it were. Yeah. In one of his interviews, he did literally say... Uh, they haven't got internationals. They had seven last time, so get your facts right. Um, and uh, they played these games, that game. He we probably more. set himself up for a four with that. Comment, yeah, I think because so, because it was, he, it was just, it was, why have I got at Burnley? It just, it's yeah. pathetic. So I think that was a direct response to that. So just break it in two. What's your thoughts on that first bit? Well, he's fucking bang on. Yeah. He's absolutely bang on. I mean, the bit for me that is literally the cherry on the cake of it all is if they've got home chefs, <laughs> I mean... Fucking hell. That never happened back in the day, did it? Like, well, all this has come about with, like, James Madison's TikTok. You seen that as well? Yeah, yeah. Seen that, Carl? Uh, day in the life, James Madison. So we're, we're being told be about... play. you've seen. We're being told about player welfare, and, and uh, Dice has hit on the nail, nail head there, that the, the Klotz moaning about it, and moaning, and not just him, others, to be fair. And it's like, then you get a video of him, like, leaving his house. And it's like, I've two supercars on the drive. He goes to work and it's just the most perfect experience to, to, to do you as a yeah, professional prop, footballer. Proper shit, isn't it? And then, then the moaning, like, and this was Adrian Durham uh, posted about this yesterday, that Brendan Rodgers tried to get one of the Leicester games called off and he said, look, it's getting serious now. We need to batten on the hatches about COVID, blah, blah. Half the Leicester team were at the darts last night. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't care that they were at the darts. Oh, I want them to be at the darts. Enjoy yeah. your life, lads. But don't try and get football matches called off. No. If that's how your squad are going to behave, I, I, honestly, go to the darts, lads. I want I want you to spend time with friends, family, like we are. Do it, but if you, but the consequences are you get COVID, then you get COVID, yeah. and your manager then can't go crying. The same as if I went to the pub on New Year's Eve, like I did, and then I can't come into work on mm. Tuesday. Let's say mm. who's whose fault's that? It's mine for going to the pub. Like yeah. yeah, unfortunately, my boss will just have to deal with the fact that I've got COVID, and I'll have to do something else. But again, it comes back to the management piece that you were on about that. Just got to roll with that. If if you're happy, if you're allowed well, to go, there's solutions to problems left, right, and centre. Of course, there is. It just so it just ain't fucking, the most obvious thing. Exactly. It doesn't mean so you just find find a way and get it fucking done. Welcome to the real world. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is a fantasy world. Like it's like some of them they go yeah. on and you just think hugely. Like, what on earth? Like there is no real life aspect to it. Like they're performing in front of people who are working class who save up so much money and end up spending it all watching their side, which you know is. You know, is the cost of watching football at the top level is what it is for a reason. But the people that are in the stands are still working. Like, there's still a lot of working class people that go and spend all their money watching people. But his house was a joke. He's got like fucking sauna, like massages, bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. Like his his body is in tip top shape. Exactly. Like, it, it, he has it so tested. That's called, like bloody well, bloody so, blah so for everything. Player welfare. Well, let's I go on to let's go on to Sean's right. second bit because I think he goes on to this. So that's that really kind of is a situation. They've got support everywhere. We've got medical support, the best we can give them. The Premier League's offering all the testing program. 
So it does make me question this idea of player welfare. I think the players have got to be careful themselves because the welfare is off the scale for me personally. That's what I believe. I look back at eras gone by. I, I was looking, me and my staff were chatting actually. When you have this tag of player welfare in lots of games, you know, the, the Christmas period, I mean, I only know um, English football, but the Christmas period has always been busy. In fact, it's got less busy down the years and the Premier League have attempted to spread games out. We've got an extra day here and there this season for the first time, we haven't had previously. And I was looking back and I was thinking to people like Frank Lampard, you know, Frank Lampard season after season was knocking out 60 odd games and then England games on top. I mean, if you look at stats, I mean, season after season, after season, after season. I don't remember too much then about player welfare being spoken about. Now, times change. I'd like to think against some popular belief. I'd like to think I changed with them. But there still has to be a route in... Which is 4-4-2, but with the striker slightly withdrawn. <laughs> ...idea of what your beliefs are in football and go, come on, let's, let's get on with the challenge. It's right in front of us. Let's remember what we are, we're professional athletes. We're professional footballers. I'm only speaking of my lot now. So whatever comes our way, whatever challenge it is, we'll take it on and we'll do the best we can with it. So I think there's a bit of balance to the bigger picture of comments about five serves, three serves and all the rest of it. I just think there's a, there's a bigger picture where I think we've we just got to be careful which road we're going down because I judge myself on my profession, but also judge myself on the people who watch our profession and watch our games. And Precisely. Yeah, well, you know, such if I was a fan, I'd be going, realist, minute, I think footballers get well looked after. And, you know, we've just got to be a little bit careful with it, I think, to find... Bang on the head, Sean. Just realistic, mate. On a personal note with Sean Dyche, right? So, I'm a Leeds fan, so I hate everybody. Everybody hates us. So he, was, he's, he's, he was very complimentary of you boys yesterday. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you come out of the ground, and he's, to be fair, he's been giving it all game, because he's just, he's quite animated, to be fair to him, typical. And uh, we outplayed him yesterday, we deserved the win, and it was just so bloody refreshing to be driving home, and I was listening to BBC Radio Leeds, and they went, right, I'm just going to hear what Sean Dyche said. Listen to it, and unless you turn to him, Dad, I was like, is that the first time ever I've heard an opposition manager get it absolutely bang on? And no sour grapes no. at all. Saw the game how we saw it, took his defeat and went back to Burnley and he'll work on it. Yeah. Questioned his own side on a few things. I just so refreshing, mate. I just mm. I think I tweeted last night. The, the guy is just a he's so genuine. He, he speaks for a lot of like, huge like, like what we were just saying about the kind of working class, genuine football fans. He speaks for them so so well. Um, I mean, he touched I on the five love, sub the thing then. I he do. touched on the five sub thing then, which again I've been in quite a few WhatsApp groups about. And the the opposite side of the argument is from the from the from the super elite teams, as he called them. Uh, well, why can't we have five subs? Because you've got two hundred million pounds worth on your bench. So don't be surprised when it goes to the vote in the Premier League. Unless it's very Premier League centric, when it goes to the vote in the Premier League, that they're going to vote it down because they know that, and you have to get fourteen votes to get this through. It ain't going to happen, lads. Because yeah, but one of the arguments I heard was yeah, but you can just put loads of players on, just put every man around the ball, right? What if that isn't your tactic and you don't want to do that? And it's you've got no interest in that. And you want to play football? You can just keep bringing international, international, international. I mean, we played Man City, got absolutely lumped. They just kept bringing amazing footballers on. There's only three of them. They kept us like, when does it end? And that, and I get the argument is well, don't be in the Premier League then. But okay, fine. But. It's meant to be, it's got to be as level as it can. You've already got the money, you've already got the riches, you've already got the best training grounds and facilities, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, you, and you're still getting, you know what I mean, turned over by Burnley. But no, I just, I just thought it was, that was quite a long, long rant, that, I think, from all three of us. But I think it was a it's lot needed. of Christmas built up It's there. needed and it's just, yeah, it's built up over the last couple of days and, well, week or so. It's just I'm going to give the last word on this to Carl. 
No, I've just whilst you two have been chatting about that, I've just been. I, it was a season that obviously was massive for us. But I just remember when we got promoted from the national league, the mm. amount of games that we played oh. with. I would. I doubt we played run. many more than maybe eighteen players. I would have said maybe yeah. twenty throughout the whole season. Yeah, we got to. I think we played forty six league games that season. Yeah, we got to the quarterfinals of the FA Trophy or semi finals of the FA Trophy. Yeah. Quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking hell, and we achieved. Had, and like Paul, I think Paul Farman played every game. I don't think he missed a game. I don't remember. Yeah, we we so didn't have a subkeeper not. on the bench most games, so I can't imagine that he didn't play every game. Mm. Sam Habigan was the same. I think he played near enough every single game. Yeah, and like our lads then wouldn't have had the, the like the care that the no. the guys that had now. Like we barely had a fucking medical team, let alone yeah, yeah. some a personal chef. I would <laughs> like to think that around football, so in these changes, so to, to take Barrow, Barrow's a good example. So Barrow in league. Two. two. So Barry in their change rooms, I would like to think they're driving into to work and they're hearing what we're hearing and having these same thoughts. Fucking hell, lads. Come and walk a mile and We've got central eating in here, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Stop moaning. All they're asking you to do is play football. That's yeah, all they're asking yeah. you to do. And if you can't, you get taken out and somebody comes in. And if, yeah. and if you get injured, they'll just buy another one here. I don't, so on one, but I do get like, there's, there's only one point that I do get and I do sympathise a little bit with and that is if they get injured, then that's that could potentially be career ending. But I'll flip that background and put that on his manager for not managing his workload. Mm. Like it's not like these managers are struggling for squad depth. And that's that's the nucleus of the argument, is that and if you have is, got the squads, lads. Just say that you've got COVID and get a game called off. It doesn't matter. Yeah, They're doing that anyway. I mean, like Gary Neville said, they've got squads of forty. I don't, I Talking don't, about Gary argument. Neville, his sound effects during football are my favourite. No, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Stubbsy on a Tinder. It was the, the, honestly, mate. The, the Torres me. one was my favourite. I, watched, was a video, I watched a video last night of literally just his... All no, of them. No, just of his noises against the Liverpool-Chelsea <laughs> game and they were like rating them out of 10. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the latest series of... Um, uh, Class ninety two full time. It's just yeah. it's just gone on Sky. Yeah. I, was, I was watching that last night. Yeah, really funny because it's because he's a. War- I, I actually quite like the bloke now, and it kills me to say that, but I quite like him. And he, he, but he's a walking contradiction because oh, like yeah. you sort of watch him on Sky about backing Ollie, and then there he is on on this program sacking his manager, yeah. and they're unbeaten, <laughs> unbeaten in two months or something. <laughs> Fourth in the league or whatever they were. Well, that was before they got um, Graham Alexander in, wasn't it? No, yeah. that is Graham Alexander. Oh, was it Graham? So Alexander? Just sacked. sacked. Yeah. Right. Just sat, he's just brought in um, midfielder Wellens, yeah, and that doesn't last long, I don't think, from memory. And then I think Gary Boyer comes in, but no, it's really funny. But um, yeah, he had the best penalty technique ever, didn't he? That Alexander, oh mate, oh what a yeah, great. He used to run up straight and then hit it with the outside of his foot into like the bottom right court. He had a superb career. Yeah, mate, really, he's a yeah. good player. Yeah, we played him well into his forties. Well, we was it think... Preston and Burnley. I'm yeah. Bournemouth. Yeah, I'm sure he's really career for a bit. I'm sure. I remember. Pres- I, I could. I, I, it might have no idea. I remember Preston and Burnley. The one two I remember. Mm. The two I remember. Burnley mainly. He was there years. Is he still managing now? Or? He's up in Scotland, I think. Yeah. Saint Mirren or somebody. Um, Motherwell. Oh, that's close. 
No idea if they're close. No idea. <laughs> um, right, let's move on to our uh, next topics. It's very similar, but it's 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 Luton, not Bournemouth. Oh, apologies. Luton! I don't remember playing for Luton either. And Scunthorpe. I don't remember that. Played 159 games for Scotland. Just ridiculous. Was it, was it left back or right back? Right, right. right back. Um, so yeah, so the next story, which is very interesting because it, it moves away from player welfare and into clubs. So the next story on our, on our rundown is uh, African Cup of Nations. Uh, and it's the fact that Dennis, who's the striker for Watford, isn't going. And then as I was doing the research last night, Sar's not going either. But Sar's slightly different because he is injured and they've sent all the documents over. But Dennis, which apparently is like you laugh for some reason. I've missed something. Just, his it's name. Just, it's just not what you're expecting. The Afri- African Cup of Nations. Genuinely, like, I just expected like, my, like someone's granddad to be called Dennis. It's just not like... <laughs> well, that's his last name. I don't know his first name. I just don't look at a footballer and think, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> Come put the code The last song. Dennis I can think of is Dennis Bergkamp. And that is the yeah. last Dennis I can think of. Surely the best Dennis footballer yeah, ever. Comfortably, yeah. Anyway. Now I'm going to Google his name now because I want to know his... Is it Emmanuel Dennis? Yeah, Emmanuel so. Dennis. I don't care. Don't ruin it for me. I'm okay. happy. Sorry. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> I'm so, happy Dennis. Uh, so he's been refused to go. So the quote's coming out of... What, the, he's refused? No, no. He's been, so he's been selected. So he's, he's a young striker. So he's been selected in the past squad uh, and then he's been selected this time for the, for, the, for the big tournament and they didn't get the paperwork in time. So Watford have said, you can't go. Paperwork didn't come in time. You're not going. He wants to go. Right. He wants okay. to go represent Why his country. Yeah, exactly. It, we, so, so the controversy comes as Nigeria have suggested Watford were bearing their fangs after the club objected to the top scorer, Emmanuel Dennis, being named in the squad. It has since been confirmed that striker will not be going. A little nugget on this as well. And I didn't watch match day on Saturday. I'm my bearings where we are. Saturday. He went off on the 58th minute. Mm. No sign of an injury. Interesting, isn't it? I don't, I don't know if any of that's got a bearing, but it's interesting. So obviously they've come out and said, this is disgusting. We've picked him. Yes, the paper was slightly late, but come on. He, he, he's to go. And then last night I was reading that Saar, who is got picked up an injury in November, he's been selected by Senegal, mm-hmm. and Watford have gone again. No, not going. We'll send him the data. He's not fit enough to go. Now, obviously that one's slightly more difficult because I don't know if he's fit enough. Of the, only, the, only the medical team do. But it's just a bit sort of crying wolf a couple of times, isn't it? Mm. I just, I just thought how you feel f- for the kid, really. Well, good, because yeah. he's going to go represent his country, irrelevant of... Which is one of the biggest things you can do. It's, a, been the same, yeah. it's been the same crack for absolutely years. Like I remember, year, well, I say years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago, when Chelsea got, when they had like Malouda and... and it might not be Malouda. Um, yeah, he was... Is it Malouda? He was French, wasn't he? So, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew, yeah, yeah, I thought, I think he played for the Ivory Coast. I might be wrong. Yeah, quite a few, you are right, they had quite they a few had quite, I might that left winger as well. Massively out with that, but... That's just my sort of memory of it. That Chelsea's side got a they did have a few harpoon, harpoon by the Drogba for a start would have Drogba gone, would have gone yeah. to the Ivory Coast. Bloody, but the, but you just had to get on with it. Like it's just like why? Why is everything? Why sign them? When you yeah, when you sign somebody like for example, sorry to bring it back to like normal life again, but when if you have like a if you employ a woman, there is a chance that she could be going off on maternity at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like. That's just life. Yeah. Like, it happens. <laughs> like, so when he's... We, you know that if you're going to sign someone of African origin, there's a fair chance that he could be going to the African, African Cup of Nations. Nations. Yeah. Like, 
it is it what it stinks, is, doesn't it? Because they're in a relegation battle, and it just stinks. And really. I'm fairly confident if they if their squad was that decimated that much, they'd be able to have an emergency loan or whatever to cover it anyway. So but it's not yeah. actually that fucking we're, problem. We're, we're in Jan, aren't we? So they can sign people. Yeah, but you've also got the fact that it's it's FA Cup this weekend. Yeah, that's that's one game misses, and then the week after, obviously, there's a league game. So I was chatting to a Liverpool fan yesterday. Said, oh, how's it really going to affect you? So well, we've got Shrewsbury, and then we've got Brentford. So really, we're getting off quite lightly. They played against Chelsea. Because uh, they were allowed to go late, so, so the African Cup Nation teams have been leaning with them. They were supposed to go on Monday. They said, "No, no, you can come after the last weekend round of games this weekend on New Year's Day and New Year's Day Day, whatever." You, then you go. So they're only missing a cup game and a league game, which is is like that's and okay, the cup game. It? They'll play kids anyway, and exactly. moan like fuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> and players. So, but it, it's it stinks really, if I'm mm. honest. But I just wanted to, to to stick it on the rundown, have a chat about it. So, uh, moving on, uh, topic number three. Sporting knighthoods. So this time round, uh, there's loads actually, but these are the headlines. Just what? knighthoods in general. Mate. Yeah, so bollocks, isn't it? Fuck you, uh, But sporting, so we're a sports podcast. Let's not talk about Tony Blair anytime soon, <laughs> <laughs> which will get debated in the House of Commons because it's reached the uh, acquired number. Carl doesn't care. Uh, sporting, so the, the top ones, obviously there was a few um, people that sort of Paralympians that have, that have, that have rightly got uh, awards and stuff. Congratulations to them. Uh, so Jason and Laura Kenny, so they, uh, they've they got knighthoods and, and, and dames. Uh, pick which around you want to put that. Emma Ratakanu has got herself for MBE for her achievement. Uh, Adam, Adam Pity Witty Bix has got himself an OBE. Uh, and, <laughs> and Tom Daly has got an OBE. For finally getting a medal. Gold medal. Well, he got bronze, didn't he? So oh, yeah. So uh, was. I think we'll no, move he did on. Get gold. Yeah, he got gold. He got, gold this, he got bronze the first got, time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. You say he got a medal. Yeah. He got a medal before. It was just a bronze one. Just doing. Got himself job. gold this time. Yeah. I think Jeff Stelling hit the nail on the yeah, head. He well, it, that was an old yeah. clip. It was a very old yeah. clip. But it should go to ordinary people. Yeah. Oh, it should absolutely. Things. It's fucking nonsense. So I don't think we want to talk about that, do we? Anybody care? Knighthood Stubbsy? No. Do you think deserved? Well, firstly, actually, actually, sorry, I gave you the mic then and then jumped in. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck has Kevin Sinfield not got one? Mate, I know. What the fuck is that all about? That's what I mean. Like, people get overlooked for doing things like that. A, he's had an amazing career and won everything in the game, in his sport. But it's more and what B, he's done it, after the game. How is he not on the list? So, obviously, like, you get your OBE for something. Like, what is, like services to what? So, services to his sport. Obviously, for his career, for winning the gold, the bronze, which we've discussed, but he also has got it uh, for services to his LGBTQ, I think I got that right, R-S-T-U-B. community. Yeah, that, the, the, the alphabet. The, the, yeah, they get longer. <laughs> services to that community, which obviously he's been a, a leading figure in that community for a long, yeah, long time. Yeah. That's he came out years ago and had a child with his partner, and uh, we did Good luck to him. So, who else is, who else is on the list? Sorry, just well, they're the main one. So, no, let's uh, just go through them. Jason and Laura know what else they've done. Yeah, what's so it's Sir and a Dame. Yeah, that's fine. So, they've they, got the top, top. Thing. Yeah, they're quite good at cycling. Emma Radakanu, MBE. Yeah, so I don't get that. Yeah, she's been, she literally it's a fantastic done one thing. achievement, not taking that away from him. She's just one sports personality of the year. What more does she give her another one? MBE. No. I don't think she wants it. I'm not sure if she's asked for it. No, but this is the thing that but fucks me off. Like, why are you getting them so early in your career? Yeah. Like, you that get it at the end agree. of your career. Like, Sir Alistair Cook got one when he'd finished playing cricket for England. Yeah. Like, as his services to cricket. But I didn't necessarily agree with that because there should be more to it than that. Like, Botham got it. Surrey and Botham were Surrey and Botham. Not only for his service to cricket in the country, but for all but his charity, charity work. work. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which leads you just, back to Sir Kevin Sinfield. It's disgusting he's not on that list. Correct. Disgusting. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Like, it's, why is Radicanu on it? Like, literally, she's won a game of tennis. So what? 
She got no, 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 but she, she got sports personality of the you're year right. for that. What does she want a fucking right. OBE for? You're right. Give it at the end and have a yeah. look at it. Yeah. Here's yeah. your career. Congratulations on your career. Not here's an OBE for winning the yeah, tournament. Yeah, because for all we know, she could fucking disappear into the ether. Yeah, see you later. Not, <laughs> and in the next couple of years and, and just fall off the face Russell of the earth. Russell What do you even get for oh, I bet you would. What do you even get for Uvavo? Uvavo. What do you get for an OBE anyway? Do you get like keys to a city I don't think so. I don't know. You have to go to a. Um, <laughs> you, have to, you have to go to a pizza place in Woking with Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> pizza shop will remain nameless. I don't sweat. I don't sweat. Can you prove it? No. <laughs> <laughs> there a picture of him in like a light blue shirt. He's fucking dripping. Absolutely dripping. Just on that. He's one of so the worst interviews yes. I have ever seen in my life. She said you were uh, you were sweating. Upstairs. You were upstairs. Oh, well, actually, it's impossible. I don't sweat. <laughs> really? You can't, can't, that can't have been me. I wasn't upstairs. There's literally a banister next to you in the photo. <laughs> it's a little known fact, but after 10 pm, my legs don't work. So I couldn't have gone up upstairs. <laughs> Fuck me. Anyway, yeah. right. I don't want to depress everybody, but it's time for Carl and Dan's. Ashes Mate. <laughs> review next. I don't genuinely. I don't want to talk about it. No. I did say what a shambles. I is... did say that we're going to get pummeled. So. Yeah, you did. To be fair, you uh, actually you were you did say that and that correct. You were you you were, you were quite hopeful. I'm not still, quite you? sure because you're an England cricket fan. Yeah, but I'm not quite sure. We anticipated it being it's bad, isn't it? Being won in less days than it took us to quarantine when we actually got <laughs> into the country itself. <laughs> it's fucking. Shambles. So let's let's not talk about the cricket then because it's pointless because we got absolutely battered. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about you because you've both been very critical about the coach yeah. on Twitter. So let's talk about that. Hopefully his COVID lasts a bit longer. Well, he's, he's got COVID now, so he's missing the next test. Won't make a difference, though, will it? But no, it so make what's, any difference whatsoever. So what's the bigger picture with that, then, for people like me that don't understand? So what's the bigger picture? For, well, so what's for, his background, and what, what's the crack? For me, I th- I personally believe that he should be nowhere near that job. Like, it's 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 Too big for him. He's, he's well out of his depth. Like, unbelievably out of his depth and he comes out and says that there's positives to take from from it. I'm like what positives mate we are getting yeah, absolutely fucking dry bummed every single time <laughs> we play there is zero lube it's hot out there yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dry heat um, but yeah it's and we're just a shambles we're embarrassed and when I've got Australian friends that are saying to like it, it's not even a competition like there is no contest we know full well that we're going to absolutely like blow your house down basically and that's not what you want well, Obviously, it's, it's, you don't the, want that going into yeah. cricket. Mate. I know it is. It's, the, it's the big show, not, isn't it? And we're not performing in any way, shape, or form. Like, it's, didn't it's pick our two best bowlers for the first test match. We're going to rest them for when we're already three 0 down. Yeah. Brilliant! What a great decision! Fantastic! We get onto a dry pitch where Nathan Lyon tears is a new one, and I'd, we haven't even got a spinner in the side. I would rather us have bowled Anderson and Broad into the fucking ground in the first three and actually give us half a chance, yeah. whereas. Well, what's the, what we, why, why would you rest some like two lads for two games that potentially don't matter? Yeah. You need to get into that situation where they matter first. Yeah, exactly. Completely. Completely. Yeah. It's, honestly, some but of the But that's not the making. biggest issue. You've got people that can't even fucking play like a, a cricket, if I'm honest. Like Butler is not a... T- I'm sorry, but he's he needs to go, team. mate. Fuck me. Well, he's a one-day player, isn't he? But, well, yeah. yeah. So, like, no, but <laughs> he he's... But there's no... Like, the, a lot of the Australian side... Are one day players, but they can adapt. 
So he needs to be fucking better. Well, they're better than us, aren't they? That's that's just well, a yeah, but this is, fact. Yeah, I mean, th- you know, there's a lot, you're not, we're not giving ourselves there's a lot of things the best at play chance. here. Like we've spoken about, we have spoken about it on a previous pod with the the fact that we've been in bubble life a hell of a lot longer. I do think that does have some form of effect. However, when it comes to the actual basics of cricket and us being incapable of performing at the highest level, we can't even leave a cricket ball. It's 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 honestly been and. I got so fucking wound up about, it. and I, I think, I honestly think Root's time as captain's coming, coming to a close. As well, well, I don't really see what I don't. Well, I don't, I don't know. know who else is going to take know, on. Yeah, but you Stokes, don't know who's I, equally. You don't know who's making these decisions. No. Is it Root? Is it this chop that hasn't got a clue what he's doing? I just I don't I'd, know. chop. I would, <laughs> that was brilliant. I would just love to. Chop. I would love to have somebody in charge who's actually played cricket at the highest level for like decent period of time rather than Silverwood who just I mean honestly his interview after that third test was a car crash it was like what am I watching it was an image of incompetency wasn't it it, there is no there is nothing positive to take from any of this like it's it's honestly abysmal it and actually there's a there's a really good um, clip of Trot Pryor and Cook uh, dissecting it all and the passion is quite clear for them, like what what needs to change. And there has to be some, there has to be a change in the schedule. There has to be change. We've spoken about how overcrowded it is anyway. Um, but there has to be some form of uh, change because it's it's not just, it isn't just the test team. It's, it's how those players get selected. It's being able to play in those conditions. Like how many of the Australian players come over and play in the county championship in preparation for an Ashes summer over here, in comparison to the amount of players that go over to Australia to play in prep, and Lavascakney did it play for Glamorgan. Just Look at him now. I don't think he scored less than fifty in first innings of a Test match. Mental, but again, it's just there's so many things at, at play. But they're actually picking the best players in the positions, which we're not. No, like Alex Carey is the best keeper in Oz, so he's now playing. Yeah, we've got. Ben Folks, who's not even in fucking Australia. No. Like, what's it's just that about? Unbelievable. We've, Absolutely like, the, unbelievable. The lads that aren't that, honestly, like Hassan Hasib or whatever his fucking Hamid. name is. Whatever, I don't even care. He's wank. <laughs> honestly, he's, get you on the selection committee. He, honestly, he's wank. shit. <laughs> no, but the things he struggled with and what he's got out on, ball after ball after ball yeah, in county championship cricket is the ball that bounces too much because that's why he's got fucking tape all over his fingers because he keeps getting fuck. hit in the fucking glove because <laughs> you can't play the bouncing ball. So we'll go over and play on bouncing fucking pitches <laughs> and pick him as the owner. Fucking genius. <laughs> honestly. Go on, Stubbsy. Let, let, let's just get him down off the seat. Let him have it. Jesus, honestly, like you, like I've just explained that in moron talk and you're here laughing at Aggressive. it. <laughs> like you're a moron. Fuck. <laughs> 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 no, you're absolutely right. No, no but absolutely right. I mean, like, there's right. somebody who doesn't understand cricket. Yeah, like, I'll if he's that. always getting hit in the hands and he's got tape all over clearly his fingers, can't do it. he Use clearly can't play mate. the bouncing ball. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Drives me mental, but we'll, he can come open in Oz. No bother. All right, brilliant. Uh, and how's uh, he gone this year? Nicking off, gloving it every fucking it. <laughs> every it. innings. I don't think he's going fucking double figures yet. I saw on Twitter the uh, opening. And then we 
drop Burns, who's actually one of the only lads who scored any fucking runs this year. <laughs> Not the moron that keeps punching it to first slip. <laughs> Honestly, what are we doing? I saw the Twitter of the. It's been bubbling. It's great. And he's been locked up on his own uh, <laughs> with Binky. I've had some angry wanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not over the cream. And once Pinky, Pinky had left. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking give your sister's dog back. Like painted Rentas Radio. <laughs> but you, you, I saw the opening averages uh, on someone put them on Twitter. Oh, mate. And it was, they were so low. They are the most depressing it was, uh, stats. Won it. Oh. it. It was just bad. Right, so we're done there. So let's move on to the greatest show on turf. Cheltenham? Not no. March. No. No, we're doing a preview. preview. We are going to Cheltenham. Preview show for Cheltenham. No, not Cheltenham. It's not the greatest show on turf then, is This it? is the bit everyone wants to listen to. Despite you mocking me. Yeah, Can I play fair, the sound drop now? I do yeah. fancy a few. Should we, do I talk about them? Talk about what? A few horses for Cheltenham. That's what we're talking about. Not here. yet. Not yet. Keep your powder dry. <laughs> Got another couple of months before you do that. Before you lose all my money again. You ready? Go on then. I'm going to play the sound drop. Okay, you ready? Yeah. That was Sir Tom Brady, if he was English, uh, leading his Buccaneers uh, with a 15 seconds left on the clock, a 33-yard touchdown. Brady took his books 93 yards without any turnovers. Unbelievable. He really is the GOAT. I literally flicked on. So I was watching Red Zone before you jump in. Watching Red Zone. And it went, right, there's no time left in the, in the, in the Jets-Bucks game. Uh, there's no time left. Uh, but Brady's getting the ball, so you just don't know. Literally... Within that second, that, that time frame, he'd won the game. That sounds so He's, much different to the, the commentary of Cheltenham I listened to on New Year's <laughs> Day. Honestly, when and Vienna Court was romping up the hill, I genuinely... I'd never show on turf, boys. Seventh And then when you started playing NFL stuff, I thought it was going to be to do with that mental bastard that took all this Well, that's off. that's really what I want to talk about. I, I just wanted to... Because Tom Brady well, is no just a joke. That, so but unbelievable. To, well, people do care. So for anyone that hasn't seen this, no uh, there's a wide receiver called Antonio Brown. When I first started watching uh, the NFL, he was unbelievable. His numbers were ridiculous. Um, unbelievable. Just such a talent at the Steelers. And then he went off the rails a little bit, as they all tend to in American football. So I literally reason. have no background Right, so, so no went idea. off the rails a bit. Right. Found himself at a few different... Uh, we're talking a guy that his numbers are ridiculous. He's an unbelievable wide receiver. Had a few issues with his feet, blah, 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 blah. So uh, was asked to come play for the Tampa Bay Bucks by Tom Brady. What, a couple of Verrucas or...? Yeah, it was quite bad. He burnt his feet or something. I'm not quite sure. Really bad. But like mid-season decided to become one of them fire. Yeah, because he's a loose cannon. So you, probably, mate, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't know the truth. I can't remember exactly. He was on uh, Hard Knocks, which is a documentary. And right. his, his feet were really bad. So he needed surgery and all sorts of stuff. Anyway, he's come back. He was then asked by Tom Brady to come play for the Bucks. So Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in history. You go play for him. Run through brick walls for him. Happy days. This weekend, <laughs> this weekend, um, he was allegedly, and I don't know this for sure, about... 74 yards or something off getting an extra 300 grand in his pay packet. He was one touchdown off the same pay packet increase. So there's about three different things in the game. If he'd achieved, he'd have got £333,000 in his bank. And apparently he was told he was not going back out. So he was told by Bruce Aarons, who's the, who's the coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, look, you're not going back out. You're done for the day. And literally, he took this like a toddler. <laughs> so went to the end of the bench. Mike Evans is seen going over to him to try and uh, console him and say, look, don't worry about it. Get, sit, sit down, get yourself from Gatorade, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. He proceeded to take his top off 
which you can't do in any sport, and just lob it to the ground. And then because the grounds are so big, was walking down the touchdown, the touchline with his top off, chucking stuff into the crowd, getting, as the Americans say, flipped off by the crowd, and just like, peace, just peace, I'm done, I'm done. Absolute, I've never seen anything like it in sport. Absolute lunatic. I've seen players chuck stuff to the floor. I've seen players lose their shit, kick like, bottles. Cap- I've never up. seen that before. Mm. Just sort of like, like, like I'm done. Because people kicked off with like, when Xhaka like, yeah, like took his shirt off. We've all seen floor, it, yeah, but this off. was different gravy. And then you see, there was pictures of him after. Didn't get on the team bus. They interviewed Bruce Aarons. He went, "Yeah, he's done with us. He's he's been cut. He's done." And there's pictures of him outside the ground, half kitted up in football gear and half in his going home gear, waiting for an Uber. Really? <laughs> yeah, waiting for an Uber. <laughs> so like a chump. Unbelievable. So I, I'd be I'd be fascinated to see if it was over that cash, if it was just literally over money. <laughs> He isn't fake. I've just been doing some reading on him. He, he's uh, loose, mate. He paid a doctor to give him a, to give him a fake COVID nineteen vaccination card. He, yeah. he did, so he could carry on playing because he didn't want a vaccine. Because the rules are quite strict in America. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah, mate. He's he, 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 loose cannon, but his but he was legitimately one of the best wide receivers in the game, and he's just gone off a cliff. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> but you're, you're playing for so last year's Super Bowl champions, the greatest quarterback ever. And that's how you behave. So it's wide just... receivers are the geezer that catches it when yeah. he throws it. Yeah. So he's basically... He's good. He's good. Get, just like getting shit on a plate then, basically. And he's getting millions a year, mate. He's getting millions a year. You're not, you don't even play... So he's like... I it quite weird that of, they get paid for covering a distance. Because, of course, he's got really good hands and he's really quick. So if, the, if you've got a good quarterback and he puts you in the right space for you, you're in. It's like being put through on goal constantly. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Just like, because like, like Torres when he went to Liverpool and it just seemed like he had a cheat code and he just get, get put in, back through by Gerard. It's like that, but uh, obviously a lot more. So yeah, he said, it's just unbelievable. Just absolutely, I've never seen anything like it on the spot. It was just crazy. Couldn't believe what I was watching. Madness. Crazy. To be so, fair, that is the most enjoyable bit of NFL, NFL we've had. Yeah. And you didn't say the word tight end once. No. Which is your usual favourite. <laughs> Someone will have the stats. If you haven't seen that, go check it out. He's an absolute lunatic. But uh, yeah, I think that concludes us this week, boys. Is there anything else you want to, on AOB? Anything else? AOB. Do you know that is, Carl? Any business. A bit of company speak for you. A bit of company speak for you there. Calls wanky chat. Calls wanky chat. That's coming out in the new year, that beer. I think... Calls wanky chat. What is it? Yeah, yeah, it should be good. It's frothy. Probably better than your Doom Bar alcohol free. Granted. <laughs> oh dear. Any other business, Dan? Well, I just wanted to mention. I know you don't like the darts, do you? Yeah, I'm oh, not a fan. Mate, of them, it's been it's unreal, been unbelievable, mate. Yeah, it's, no, but it's been unbelievable. Records were broken last night. Most one eighties in a game by an individual, beat it by two against the bloke that had so the record you, previously. You, in fairness, you're about as excited about this as we are about. I know how you. I, I'm now seeing what the flip looks, side. Yeah, the flip yeah. side. What it looks like when you're looking at me. I just don't. Care. Looking at you. I have, I have tried with darts, right? I have legitimately. What put is there it on. not to like? I just don't get it. I just, I just, you, I, I want to go to it. Yeah, and I'm going next year, actually. I want to go and get drunk because that's just happy days. But I don't, get, I mean, I've got friends who go to Leeds with and he like goes watch all the Premier League all over the country and stuff. He like, he's a massive darts fan. We just don't talk about it because we'll just fall out. And I just, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's like, it's a, just a pub game. I don't mean, it was born in the pub, and we've had this Obviously, conversation and it's, about and it's wrapped around alcohol. And, yeah, and we've had. I get it as an conversation event. in terms of in terms of it being a sport. 
I think the competition of it makes it a sport. I get it as not, an event. There's not exactly, there's a lot of skill involved, but there's no... Of like, course there is. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah no, I'm not going to slag mean, them off. I mean, the physical maintenance of a darts player is basically eating, drinking what the fuck you like. I just... I and, just they're, and they're all totally illiterate as well. It's hilarious. I just it's feel... It's been brought, brought in the pub. A mm. bit like it's got... Because of Sky, if it wasn't for Sky... It wouldn't it, be as big it, as it is. No. no. So it's, it's all... And Eddie Hearn is involved, isn't he? Heard, yeah, they're much more involved, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Got fingers in empires, didn't they? So fair play to him for making it what it is. Absolutely, because I've, I've I've seen. Cause it come, I've, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the new year, because there's two different, it's like like WWE, WWE yeah. and WCW, in it. Yeah. Quite reference. So there's two different things. Yeah. I have noticed the difference between what you're watching. Is it PDC now? Yeah. To yeah. what you see in the new year on the BBC, hosted yeah. by Colin Murray, oh, which mate. is fucking chapel. That that is <laughs> that is a pop. That is like the dog yeah. and duck versus yeah. the red lion. I have, uh, I have on a Wednesday night difference. after a quiz night. It's just like, <laughs> the levels that it drops down, <laughs> and also I have had to watch a little bit. Because uh, Woodsy's on it, she. Oh, yeah. Mate, did you see James Wade's messes? No. No. Mate, she's phenomenal. Shit. But to be fair, I was just thinking, because she was getting well into it last night. The blonde girl that was on the TV all the time when James Wade was playing. I actually missed Wade and Smith last night. I only watched... um, But anyway, like she was on. She was was going mental. I was like, I can see why. Do you know how much they got for making the semi-finals? Just for making the semi-finals? Fair amount. 100 grand. Yeah, it's nice. So we're recording on she's, Monday. No, she's yeah, going so the finals mental. tonight. Finals tonight. So we obviously yeah. we don't know who's won. So no. who's in the final? That that Scottish lad is with a crazy hair and that fucking lunatic. Yeah, Peter, right. He is. He's won it before, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fucking man. He's hey, actually, it, like. Do you think it? Do you think that mohawk is like stuck on and he's just bald and they paint? Probably short. Like you don't walk around day watching, to day with that. <laughs> fucker, do watching, he does. I've been watching videos on him, like of him. This he's week. fucking steaming, mate. mate I swear he's, he's been twatted every time he's been interviewed. He um, there's one game. It's about. Uh, it's quite a while ago, maybe like six years ago, when he played Van Gerwen, and he was um, like, I think he was getting beat, or maybe he just pulled it back to all square, and uh, he'd gone. <laughs> he was left on one. He had one seventy finish, and mm. he's gone treble twenty, treble twenty. And then walked off, walked off, gone to the crowd, like, come on then. And went, then went up to Van Gerwen and was like, come on then. And then threw the, the, the third dart and missed. <laughs> I mean, there is something it's pretty special about up, these, these nine darters off. Oh, yeah. mate. There's, that is. It's up there so with the best. Class, There's been yeah. three this tournament, haven't they? Yeah, it's been brilliant. Yeah, class. Yep. <laughs> Darts covered. <laughs> I knew a little bit. Darts covered. Who do you, who do you reckon's going to win tonight then? I don't know. Who's the other one? Michael Smith or Peter? I can't picture. I don't really look England that. England versus the Scotland. Ball. They're both as. Is Smith quite a big lad? I, I love air. Michael Smith because literally the last four years I've been to Cheltenham, I have seen Michael Smith in exactly the same place in every single... No, on the mm. outs... Literally, in between the two gates, you go through the first gate to get into the... And then you put your tickets in. In that gap, I've seen him in the same place every single year. Is he a steward? <laughs> I don't think so. Weird. Yeah, so I just want to... I don't know what he looks like. Comes to Cheltenham. So I'm going um, with the Scottish lad. Where he's fat, massive beard, like yeah, every other dance player. Uh, yeah. the, the Scottish lad, he's winning. Well, you're going against England. I don't to know what some lunatic with a I don't care who wins, Carl. I couldn't care, couldn't care less. I just think that the Scottish lad will win. Now you know how we feel about right. NFL. Yeah. In fairness, I agree with you because I think Michael Smith will bottle it because he doesn't deal with pressure that well. Right, should we close the show? You got quite involved in the darts then, didn't you? 
I'm a host, mate. I like to, I like to get involved. I like to get involved. I like to, you've got to keep your eye on, don't you, to all sports. Yeah. I don't like it, but you've got to know what you're doing. You'd probably be, well, you'd be better than me at darts anyway. I'm, I'm shit at darts. I'm terrible. Got crap eyes, so I'll be shit at it. Yeah. Can't see anything. And I'm going to be pissed when I'm playing it as well, to be fair. Random, isn't it? Right, so we close the show? Yes. Aye. Go on then. As per last year, going into this new year, thank you to Hell's Ditch for the music. We really appreciate the support, guys. Thank you to all our sponsors. You're amazing. Thank you for keep supporting us. That is amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. This has gone off on a tangent. My name's Adam Stocks. His name's Dan Taylor. Toodle Pip. His name's Carl Stubbs. Why do you always go to him first? Because to my right, it's just OCD. Bang, bang. This pisses me off. Can't help myself. I just... All right. This has been gone off on a tangent. I've had him stopped. He's been Carl Stubbs. Good night. And he's been Dan Taylor. Why the fuck have you gone left? <laughs> See you next week. 